Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited about this episode. So I have two coming out this week, and I'm going to start delivering two episodes a week to you guys every single week. So hold me to that. Um, if the sound is a bit off, it's because I'm recording this outside because I needed a little sunshine. So basically what I really wanted to chat about today is self sabotage. So those of you that follow me on Instagram know that I just finished the book um, by Gary John Bishop, Stop Doing That Shit. And it's about ending self-sabotage and demanding your life back. And wow, was it ever good. So I just wanted to chat about what I took away from the book. Um, I'm not really telling you everything that's in it. Obviously, I highly recommend picking it up. Um, And what it kind of looks like for me moving forward, recognizing my self-sabotage and some tips to implement into your life as well to stop self-sabotaging. So what even is self-sabotage? Basically, it's when we are subconsciously, usually, creating issues or problems or avoiding or distracting when things get out of our comfort zone. So, for example, if we are doing something a lot better, like for me, like saving more money or, or in a really great relationship, then if I don't believe deep down that this is possible for me or it's going against my core beliefs, I'm going to self-sabotage it back to baseline. And my forms of self-sabotage are usually like avoiding, distracting with food or wine, um, and like not in like a crazy way, like one glass of wine or something, but but I will avoid. I won't I won't do those little things that I know I need to do and I'll justify my actions, which is pretty much what self-sabotage is. So um, the sabotage is always coming down to your subconscious programming. And in the book, it, they kind of show you that it comes down to three basic saboteurs. So there's the core belief you have about yourself, the core belief you have about others, like other people, and the core beliefs you have about life. And those are determining your reality. And when I really dove into it with the book and took a bunch of notes, um, I realized how true that was. And it was crazy how it how much this book resonated. So a few takeaways first was that I know I'm all about alignment, um, but I'm also about self-development and growth. And in the book, they talked about growth being uncomfortable and growth sometimes sucks. And I think for so long, I've been trying to find a way to grow without actually experiencing the pain of it. But it's kind of a fact that we need to go through those downs in order to experience the ups and we need to kind of slide backwards a bit to get clarity or realize what we need to improve and what we need to fix like when you are in the down spots that is where breakthroughs happen that is where the magic happens it's not when everything's going great and you're just living the dream it's when things are going wrong where you're really faced with what you need to do so really appreciate those moments. I don't want you to dwell on them, but just knowing that choosing to be a new version of you is going to be a little bit uncomfortable and that doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, And you'll be able to tell from your goals and what you want, whether you're in alignment or not. And we'll talk about that a little bit today. So growth can be uncomfortable, but it can still be in alignment. So that's kind of the first takeaway that I realized was that I think I was trying so hard to let everything be easy all the time. I just wanted it to be easy breezy, wonderful, no stress, but 
Um, to be honest, I'm so much happier when I accept that I do need to experience a little bit of uncomfortability to grow, like having the hard conversations and um, managing my money and facing my taxes and doing all those things. It's not my favorite thing in the world, but I'm not going to grow into the person I need to be without tackling them and managing them. And the, the next step is acceptance acceptance of the way we self-sabotage and not being in denial, not trying to justify, not constantly trying to be right. There's nothing worse than trying to be right because that means you're still stuck in your self-sabotage. So don't argue about it. Recognize where you're self-sabotaging and create acceptance around it. So this goes really in line with the stuff I talk about with intuitive eating as well as with surrender is just accepting what is and really embracing where you are in order to move forward so loving where you are in order to create a better version of you instead of sitting around in denial being like well that's that person's fault or i i i had such a hard life or you're constantly justifying where you are now because of the past and the past can only affect you if you allow it to Every day we wake up with a brand new day and we have the moment to choose a new reality and a new mindset and new thoughts and create an entirely new life. And if you want to, you can keep justifying and you can keep looking backwards at all the reasons why it hasn't worked before and all the reasons why it's not set up to work for you or you're unlucky or you can't do it because of this and this and this, but you're just going to stay there. So I want you guys to start accepting the past, letting it go and start looking for solutions. Start looking for reasons why you can, not why you can't, unless you want to stay right where you are. And the other thing that really stuck out with me in that book is how good can you stand it? And a hint is that it's probably right about where you are right now. So for me, like I obviously can't stand to have money in my bank account because I end up self-sabotaging and spending it. Even though I'm great at making it, I am not good at saving it. But I'm changing that. That is all that is all on its way out. But um just looking out at your life and like how good can you stand it? Like can you stand to have millions of dollars? Can you stand to have the perfect relationship? Like what are you tolerating right now and what are your what are the rules that you're creating for your life? And I just really love that question because like we we get uncomfortable when things are too good. So let's increase our tolerance for amazing, wonderful things to happen so that they then become the norm. Um, another aspect was about self-discipline and how it's doing the things that you said you were going to do even when you don't feel like it. So that one's a tough one for me because trying to live my life in alignment means that I'm really am trying to follow the nudges and do the things when it feels good to me but I am practicing a balance with self-discipline so if there are some things that I'm like I don't really want to do this particularly but um, I know it's going to further me and I'll teach you guys a trick to do this to get it more in alignment with you then I'm then I'm gonna need to do it eventually right like um And I like to think of it this way. This is like the main kind of thing that I got out of this book was like, you're never going to change if nothing changes and you need to become, I've talked about this before, but it just resonated on a whole other level in this book. You need to become the person who has all the things that you want. So are you even ready for the manifestations that you're working on? Can you even handle the money, the relationship? Do you have any space for it? Like we need to step into that version of us that 
is ready for that and can handle it. So for example, I am focusing on manifesting money, but I'm not handling my money. I need to pay off my debt. I need to learn about investing. Like if I suddenly got a million dollars tomorrow, I wouldn't know what the heck to do with it. I need to set myself up with a bookkeeper and an accountant that I trust. And I need to know where all my money's going. And I need to um, feel confident managing money and having a plan for it and a purpose before it's going to flow into my life. Otherwise, how is that? How am I ever going to get that money if I am living in these habits of spending and self-sabotaging? I'm never going to. So that was a really good thing because what this book led me to do was think about what I want and who I need to be to have those things. And I came up with a whole bunch of action steps and things that I need to embody every single day. And what that led me to do is Every time I'm faced with a decision all day long, I just ask myself, what would that version of Tara do? The one who's a millionaire, who's a boss babe, who's a world speaker, who's an inspirational coach, who's clean and organized, who's high vibe and happy. What would she do? And that's the thing. We can't just make these decisions once about recognizing our self-sabotaging ways and and being like, oh, that's great. I'm cured. We have to every single day show up and choose a new thought and make a new decision and create a new action and create a new pattern, create new habits. And that is going to lead us to our dream lives. And I just love that because I've noticed since I started implementing this, it is a million times easier for me to kind of get everything done without self-sabotaging because I'm really stepping into that version of me and knowing that this is all coming my way as I continue to act as if and be that version of me. So that was powerful. Um, so I recommend doing that. Write down all the things you want and write down all the things you need to do or be to be that person. Like if you were just handed a million dollars tomorrow, what would you need to do to be handling that money? Do you have a plan for it? Do you have a place to put it? Do you have um, someone that can help you with it? Do you know anything about investing? Do you Are you ready for these manifestations to come into your life? Are you still in an old relationship and trying to manifest the love of your life? Because you need to let go of that shit that's holding you back before you can move on to the new and wonderful soulmate because you need to trust and you need to create space in your life for those things to come to you. So it goes along with the law of the vacuum. Oops, law of the vacuum as well. And then just to share what came up for me with the my own self-sabotaging thoughts that I thought was really interesting, after taking a whole bunch of notes and working through it, I realized that um, my core belief about myself is that... Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. Oh, God. Charlie, stop. My core belief about myself is that I am not enough. So anytime that I start to prove that wrong, like make more money and then maybe have some savings, maybe have some success, I will self-sabotage myself because that doesn't go in line with my core beliefs because deep down, I don't think I'm enough. Oh my God, the cat is attacking Charlie, Um, which leads me to um, my next one, which is what do I believe about other people? And deep down, I, I know this isn't true logically, but I have a belief that people are unreliable. I don't like to, which is ironic because my friends would probably say that I'm unreliable. Um, I don't like to rely on people. I don't like to ask for help. I like to do everything myself, which is why I created my own business. And I don't, 
I don't like to work with other people and I just have this fear of like relying on someone and being let down. And also in relationships, I find that hard as well. And that makes me feel so I'm not enough means that I also can't ask for help and I need to be independent because people are unreliable, which leads me to being alone and then feeling. And my final belief about life is that life is overwhelming. So I create this entire cycle. So then life gets overwhelming. And then that proves to me again and again that I'm not enough because I can't handle life. And then I can't ask for help because people are unreliable. And I'm just in the stuck in this crazy cycle that I didn't even see until I wrote it all out and looked at it and I was like well that makes a lot of sense (laughs) oh my goodness sorry guys the cat is going crazy and attacking Charlie um so that leads you to your acceptance so once you recognize that of course we can create new mantras and we can drill them into our subconscious and we can we can we can shift those beliefs okay guys stop we can shift those beliefs but no matter what it it could come back and i want you to just make a commitment instead of shifting your beliefs and thinking that it's just going to go away is just keep showing up as that new version of you that's the best way to move forward with your self-sabotaging habits is embody the new version of you that is not partaking in them and think about what you want and where you're going and if you mess up that's fine come right back to it the next moment the next decision what does that highest version of me do in this situation and that is going to get you there that is the number one way just keep choosing that next level version of you make decisions from that version of you and you are going to reach all of your goals. You are going to manifest everything you desire into your reality. And it's it's a really amazing way to live because I already feel more confident and assured and excited about the future because I know I'm taking the steps I need to take. And that is inspired action. That is inspired action because I'm living in alignment with the version of me that does all these things. So that is alignment. That's inspired action. And it feels so much better. It feels good for me to make my bed every morning because that's what Tara Tupono would do. So that's what I wanted to chat about today. I would love to hear what you guys kind of took away from this episode or if you have any self-sabotaging habits that you would like to stop doing and I highly recommend picking up that book it really resonated with me I'm going to read it again and again and it was cool his solution in the end was all about what I just said was like it was all about manifestation it was like step into that version of you that you need to be and take action from that place and that is manifestation and I just loved every bit of it. So I hope you guys have a fabulous day. And my next episode, I have an interview coming up with Everlure, which is a manifestation clothing brand that I found on Instagram. And I'm so excited. They have an amazing story. So I can't wait to share that with you and have a fabulous day.